My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly builder's call. This call is designed to help you move beyond personal sales and into building a business in the insurance industry. On one end of the income spectrum, we've helped a ton of agents make an additional $50,000 a year in override income on top of their sales income. And on the other end of the spectrum, we've helped a number of leaders make in excess of $1 million annually through the development of the override income into a business. And now, on to today's lesson. All right, let's jump into it. Today's training. Excited about today's training. Um, I know for sure this training I have not done in a year and a half. Uh, I keep track of when I'm doing the trainings and what I've said and when I've said it. Uh, I do keep track of that because I don't, I don't like repeating myself, you know, inside of six months. So there are some messages I think that we could all hear every week and be okay with it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm positive that I could hear it <laughs> every week and be okay with it. But uh, this is a, uh, a topic that um, I think is relevant for today. Uh, it's relevant for the summer. Uh, and it's relevant for those of us who want to build a big business. Mental toughness. Mental toughness. So, uh, you know, it's funny, where, wherever, um, wherever I go, where, where, whatever cities that I travel to, uh, conferences that we go to and, and we speak at, people always ask, um, they ask questions like, what's the one thing you did to get where you are? And <laughs> yeah, it always makes me laugh because if you're going to build a massive business, there's not one thing uh, that you're going to do. I mean, we talk about here, there's three things that you got to do just to have the basics of the business growing. Um, there's, you know, there, people ask that and they ask, uh, you know, Fitz, how did you get massive results? And I'm always response. My response always is I took massive action. Uh, you know, it's, it's stuff like that, but you know, there, there is, um, Heather and I were just walking the other day around the neighborhood. We, we do that periodically and, and it's our chance to solve the world's problems or at least ours. Uh, and we, we talk a lot while we're walking and, you know, out of breath, but, um, we were just talking about one of the things that really has helped us grow our business and, and, it started off, uh, as I said it, with her in that conversation around walking around the neighborhood was determination. Um, I know a lot of you guys are uh, seriously determined to get where you want to go in life. And um, I think that was true of me. I, I've been determined uh, my whole life. I've been um, uh, driven, you could say, internally driven. I, and, and a lot of times externally driven as well. There's been out, outside motivators, people and things that have motivated me. But but internally that drive has just, has just been there. And so I know for some folks, they don't have it. You know, they just don't necessarily have that internal drive. I know for some folks that mental toughness, uh, as I'm saying here in this training is just not necessarily there. Uh, and so I, but, but, but here's the thing, you can get it. Mental toughness. You can, you can get mental toughness. It's not something that, uh, that you just, well, I don't have it. I guess I just, I'm not gonna be mentally tough. No, don't, don't write yourself off because, uh, you don't have evidence of being mentally tough in your life. Uh, don't write yourself off for that. Um, I, I want to hope, I, well, I hope today that I can share with you um, how to gain mental toughness. Okay, so there's going to be three points. Point one, mental toughness is a choice. It's a decision. Mental toughness is a choice. It's a decision. It's, it's going into uh, life, waking up in the morning, just deciding that whatever comes your way, whatever is thrown at you, that you're going to push through it. Um, I, Heather has, we joke around my house that, that I'm amazingly self-assured. Um, <laughs> and, and some people may overhear that and go, oh, he's, he's, he's arrogant or he's cocky or, or conceited or whatever. 
No, I just, in my life, I, I feel like I am my biggest fan. And I, I think that um, you need to be your biggest fan. You really should. Um, I, I think that if you look to others to be your biggest fan, you're always performing for others and not performing for yourself. And you're always trying to live up to others' expectations of who you should be rather than who you actually are. And that's going to it's going to create uh, in you a frustration, um, right? And so I'm I'm constantly saying stuff like, "Man, I I, I did really well at that." And I, I may not say it out loud. I'm certainly saying it in my mind. Uh, I try not to say it when other people are around too much because I think that uh, people overhear that and maybe think, "Wow, he's really stuck on himself." No, I'm encouraging myself. I'm saying things to myself that that maybe I didn't get as a kid right? Maybe I didn't, maybe you didn't get the encouragement as a kid, but I didn't necessarily always get the encouragement as a kid. So I learned to encourage myself. And so one of the things I just know is like, I, I, I used to, when I was a, when I was in elementary school and middle school, I, I got in a lot of fights and I was just an angry kid uh, as, as a kid. And I remember one time getting into a fight and there was like, it was two or three on one. I was the one. And what I knew was I was going to lose the fight, but somebody else was getting hurt. <laughs> right now I, I quit all the fighting mess when I realized that, you know, you can go to jail for that stuff. And that, that, that made it not as much fun for me. Uh, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go to prison. Uh, so I, I kind of cut it off, but I knew going into a fight that, that I may not come out victorious, but I was going to come out. Somebody else is going to be hurting. Uh, I, I knew, I knew going into building this business, I didn't know it was going to turn out like it's turned out so far. I didn't know that. But when I met Heather at 19, I told her I was going to make a million dollars before I turned 30. See, I made that choice early. I made that choice early. It's um, one of the things you can do if you, um, if you want to control your food intake is before you go eat, you can decide in your mind how much you're going to eat. Um, I, I, I learned uh, early in my adulthood that, you know, drinking too much uh, around others is 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 not good uh, because you end up saying things or embarrassing yourself or embarrassing your wife as the case happened a couple of times like so I went into a decision um, I went into I went into a situation into a, a social gathering knowing I'm gonna have one drink or knowing that I could not even have one I made that decision before I got there so when I got into that situation I knew what my answer was going to be. I was mentally tough there. So uh, another situation is I, I know for, for me and for my family and for my marriage, I, I, can't, I can't go to these clubs that men sometimes go to where women are there, but they're not patron. You know what I'm talking about. Like, so I made a decision ahead of time. Somebody invites me to a place like that. I say no. Like I'm going into it and say, no, I'm not going to. Why? Well, because I've got, I've got, I've made that decision for me. So when the situation pops up, I've already made the decision. It's already been easy for me. It, it's, it's like I've made this decision. This is what I do. I build this business. The Fitz Group is me. It's my company. That's what I, I'm, this is me. So when somebody comes to me, like happened years ago, with this, I, had this, uh, I had this guy come uh, as an attorney. Uh, Heather and I were meeting with our attorney who had just adopted a new partner. And they, you know, the, the partner came in and said, I've been looking at your business. Oh, really? Great. You know, uh, I didn't ask you to, and certainly you're not billing me for that. He said, I, uh, <laughs> I wonder if you've ever looked at prepaid legal. You know, he's got this look on his face like, you know, he's presenting something to me that is revolutionary. I was like, yeah, I've 
or prepaid legal. He said, do you know with the business that you've got that if, uh, if you, if you were to uh, teach your agents just to sell one prepaid legal case, uh, if you just, so one of those, each, everybody just sold one of those a month, do you know how much money that would mean for you? He, and he's like, like really set me up. I'm going, maybe it's good. Maybe he's got good money. I said, how much? He said, $9,000. I said, for me? Like I would get $9,000 more if everybody in my organization sold one of those prepaid legal plans. He's like, yeah. So, oh man. Let me, let me, let me just tell you. Um, if, uh, if I could get everyone in my organization to sell one more of what they already know how to sell, you know how much money I'd make? He said, what? I said, at the time, the answer was $50,000 a month. If I could get everybody to sell one more this month, I can make $50,000 more. Now, I'm not great at math, but I drew it out on a piece of paper. I was like, but I know this, 50 is greater than nine. Get out of my face. My attorney came back in. I said, I don't ever want to see that guy again. I'm, I'm certainly not paying for his services. Don't put that on my bill, right? I made a choice that this is what I was going to do. And so when other people say, what about this? Or what about this? It's really easy for me. I filter it through, how does that fit in with what I'm already doing that I've decided I'm going to do? It doesn't fit. Okay, well, that's an easy decision to say no, right? If, if Andy suddenly comes up with a new lead program, yes, that was an easy decision because this is what I'm doing. So mental toughness, it's like, it's... Um, Heather and I have been married 21 years. I think we've been incredibly blessed in that. I'm, and, and I'm not passing judgment on anybody in, in their situations and in their marriages. Please, I'm married. I know, I know we fight. But I, I went into the marriage when we were engaged. I said, we're not getting divorced. Now's your time to get out right now while we're engaged. After we're married, only way when somebody's coming out is with a toe, a, a toe tag, meaning they did. Like, that's how you're getting out of this. I saw my parents go through it. And I don't want to go through the divorce like they did. Again, not casting stones. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, no dispersions on anything anybody else has done. I went into the marriage saying, I'm not getting, it was a choice. It was a decision that we made before we even had it. So when we started having fights, it didn't even, it wasn't even part of the conversation. Of course we have fights. We're married, right? Like that, it, it's still, still to this day, <laughs> like 21 years in, we're still having fights. It's, it's, it happens, right? But we knew going in. So when Heather and I were building the business together, uh, we, it's oftentimes, uh, married couples fight, right? And you throw into that the stress of money. Okay. And you throw into that the stress of building a business together and there's lots of potential arguments. Well, Heather and I knew in building this business together, that arguments we had in business didn't translate into divorce in our marriage. Now I, I, I know that I got blessed with an amazing mate and I can't even tell you how great her spouse is. <laughs> But we go into situations with the decision already made so that when, the, when a situation arises, we know, we know, we know where we stand. We, we know the answer. We don't have to think about it because it's a choice. It's a decision that's already been made in advance. Mental toughness. I think a biggest piece to mental toughness is you just have to decide I'm a badass. You have to decide that there ain't nobody that's going to take you off a track of where you're going and what your purpose and mission is in life. You just have to say that kind of stuff to yourself and you need to repeat it over and over and over and over and over until you finally freaking believe it. Okay. 
It's a choice. It's a decision. No, you don't understand, Fitz, these things that happen in my life. Yeah, things that happen in all of our lives. You have to make a choice to get over that, push it to the side, and press on. Heard a speaker used to talk about all the time, forget it and drive on. Fido, forget it and drive on. I used to say that. I love when he said that. Like that, forget it and drive on. I, my, my kids now know what are my three favorite words. And when I first started doing that, they go, I love you. No, my three favorite words are let it go. Let it go. You know, the, the kids, they argue, they're kids, right? They wrestle until they fight and then somebody's crying and then it's everybody, it's somebody else's fault and let it go. Let it go. Just make a choice. Make a choice to let it go. Make a choice. All that 30, 40, 500 years of crap in your life, <laughs> Let it go. You don't understand, Fitz. No, I understand you're not letting it go. I saw the example the other day. Like, if I'm holding this coffee cup, how, how heavy is this coffee cup? I don't know. It's, I don't know, it's pretty light. I got a you know, cup of coffee in it, 16 ounces of coffee maybe. Like, but if you hold it for an hour, my arm is going to be shaking. It will be shaking after about 10 minutes of just holding this out like that because I'm not letting it go. Something that's so easy and light becomes heavy. Just let it go walk away. See, that's a choice. That's a decision, but you don't understand how bad that person that hurt me fits. No, I get it. <laughs> I've been hurt too, but you, but not like me. Okay. You're, you've been hurt the most, the mostest. You've been hurt more than anybody else. Okay. Did you want a blue ribbon for that? You, I give you the prize. Now let it go. Cause it's keeping you from going where you want to go. You just gotta let it go. It's a choice. You're choosing to hold on to it or you're choosing to let it go. You can run faster if you just leave that weight behind you. Just let it go. Okay? Mental toughness, point one, it's a choice, it's a decision. Point two, preparation starts before situations arise. And we just kind of beat that up on that first point. You're making the choice before the situation arises. But the preparation, there's three points here under preparation. Preparation starts before the situations arise. Number one, kind of just cover this a little bit, but uh, preparation before the situations arise, you got to have that attitude about yourself and about your own business. Okay. Like I, 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 I people, people will compliment me and go, man, you're awesome. I go, I tell myself that every day. And, and it's, and it's, that's just a, a knee jerk thing that I say back to them, but it's true. I tell myself every day I'm awesome. <laughs> well, that's pretty, again, I go back to, if you aren't saying these things to yourself, who's going to? I'm not depending on the outside world to validate who I am. I'm going to validate me. I'm going to say it to myself. And if somebody else says it, great, that's gravy. But you've got to decide ahead of time who you are. I, was, I, remember, I remember being told this. Actually, the guy that married me and Heather was my youth minister growing up, and he just married uh, Andy's daughter, Haley. It was fun catching up over that weekend. Uh, but I, I literally credit this man for me still being alive. Uh, <laughs> truly, he got me through my stupid high school years and, and early college dumbness uh, and, uh, and, and kept me out of ditches, literally. So, <laughs> oh, this man, my life. But I remember in high school, he said, listen, you got to decide three things in life. You got to decide um, uh, what you're going to do, like occupation, income, uh, who you're going to do it with, like spouse, uh, helpmate, whatever you want to call them, domestic partner. You got to decide who that is. You got to decide what you believe. From, from, a, from a faith perspective, you know, what you believe. And I remember him saying that. And, and, and his dating philosophy was you date somebody until you, you can't marry them. 
Like there's something about them that you can't be married to. But once you get married, you quit looking. Just let it go, right? Let it go. Back to that again. But, but I, 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 I was blessed, and this is truly a gift. It's nothing I did to get it. I was blessed with this gift of faith. Like I just believe things are going to work out. And, and I believe that I can get through on the other side. And I believe that on the other side, I may be a little scarred, but I'm going to be better for it. And I'm going to be further ahead of where I was when I started. I, I just I just believe about myself that that my family tree has no bearing on the future fruit that I'm going to produce. None. Even if the past fruit was great, it has no bearing on where I'm going from here. Maybe they gave you, maybe your maybe your family gave you a great head start. Maybe like the rest of us, there's no huge head start there. But but whatever happened back then, that's history. That's that's gone. You got to decide what's going to be for you going forward. I believe that those really nice things out there in the world were made for me too. Like I believe those nice houses and jets and cars and, and, and donations and all that. I believe that's for me too. I decided that years ago. You got to decide it for you that, that all that stuff, that dream that you've been, it's been in the, in the, in the, in your gut since you were a kid, that dream you've had forever. I, like I start talking about this stuff and I start getting emotional about it because some of you guys have dreams and, and hopes and aspirations and that you've had since a kid, but you've been beaten down for so long, you just believe that you can't have it and that it's not for you. And I'm telling you today, you've got to decide that it is for you. That yes, you can have that. Yes, you can do that. It's for you. It's not just for everybody else. It's for you. And my own business, I decided that it was my business. My attitude about my business is it's mine. It's mine. My name's on the front door. My, I, I, the, the payroll is, is, I say I signed the paychecks, but who does that anymore? The payroll is done. I mean, figuratively, I signed the paychecks here. I, I, we pay taxes, check with the state. We're licensed, check with the IRS. We pay our taxes. That, that's my business. The Fitz Group is mine. Well, technically, it's 51% Heather's, but it's ours. Let's say that. But, but because of that, because of that ownership mentality, what I believe is this business rises and falls on, on what I give to it. Nobody else out there can kill my business but me. And nobody else out there can, can make my business succeed but me. It's, it's what I'm doing. Taking ownership of it rather than looking to somebody else, looking to a mentor or a coach or, God forbid, you're looking to your, the people following you to, to grow your business. I'm not looking to you guys to grow my business. I'm looking to you to grow your business. <laughs> I'm looking to me to grow my business. And I'm looking to help you grow your business, which is going to help me grow my business. But I'm not looking for you to grow my business because this is my business. This is mine. I own this, right? You have to have that same mentality. It's my business. That increases your mental toughness, your mental fortitude. Second thing about preparation. You have to decide your attitude about the Fitz group I put here, but really you have to decide your attitude about your business alliances, your business partnerships that you have. You have to decide. So I'm saying the Fitz group because you guys are supported by us. We, we help, we assist, we mentor, we coach, we, 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 we work together, right? Like this, this is, this is an alliance that we have going on here. But you also have to decide what you believe about the insurance companies that you represent. You have to decide what you believe about the alliance, about Andy Albright. You have to decide what you believe about, about Mike and Michelle Alleman and Joe and Tony Walker and Adam and Teresa Johnson and Marty and Diana Doja. You got to decide what you believe, what your attitude is about the people that you're in business with. 
So I got a really good friend. His name's Jay. Uh, he and his wife are really good friends of ours. If we die, they get our kids or when we die, or if we die when the kids are still young, anyway, you get the idea. They're super close. And I, I talk about them a lot. They were they're really close with the Ziegler family and, and, and all that sort of stuff. But, but my buddy Jay, we've been really good friends for 15 years, at least. His oldest son is 16. And we met his son when he was like three months old. So I guess 16 years we've been friends. And uh, early on, he, this guy, this is a guy that would just come at you with questions. And, uh, and, and just to tell you about my buddy Jay, like he, he played uh, middle linebacker in college. Uh, I think he's still like, when you take in division one, division two, II, division three, all the college football that's out there, I think he's still like number eight on the all time sack list uh, for college. My buddy Jay is and uh, ahead of uh, Suggs. What's that guy's name? Suggs. I mean, he's, he's like, ahead of some professional players. He's like number eight collegiately in sacks. But when he played in college, he was like 5'11 and 170 pounds as a middle linebacker. Now, if you don't know anything about if, – if you know about football, what I just said to you is like, wait, what? He was small, and yet he tackled these people. You know, he, he sacked the quarterback, you know, number eight in the nation collegiately. You know, Hall of Fame in his, in his college, all that sort of stuff. Records still hadn't been broken. It's just, just stupid. Uh, but I remember asking him, like, how'd you do that? Because he's, he's not a big guy. He said, I was just angry. <laughs> I, was, I was angry, and I worked my anger out on the football field. I was just angry. It just worked out. So he's, he's one of these guys. He's a bull. You know, he sees red. He charges. So when we first started uh, getting to become friends, he was asking me really hard questions, really hard questions about me, really hard questions about my relationship with Heather, really hard questions about my business. He got into it and dug into it and understood our business really in depth, just like really dug into it. I remember one time I was like, dude, you ask me questions all the time and they're penetrating questions. They're not like, hey, what do you think about the Cowboys? You know, it's like you're asking really deep questions. What's the deal? He said, because you're my friend. I can't even say this without starting to get choked up. He said, because you're my friend. And when somebody comes to me and says something negative about you, I want to know it's not true. And so I'm asking these questions, deciding what I believe about you. But once I believe it about you, I'll fight for you. Somebody comes to me and says, hey, Fitz did so-and-so or Fitz's business is so-and-so or his marriage is whatever. He said, I'll go, I'll go off on them physically. Physically, I'll go off on them, not just verbally physically I'll get, I, because, because I decided what I believe about you. That's a friend. Maybe in your life, you might have one, two people like that in your life. I've, I, I think I have two friends like that in my life that outside of my marriage that are like that, that would physically go off on somebody because, because they know what they believe about me. You've got to adopt that same attitude about who you're in business with. And, and I, I, I encourage people to check me out. Hey, look, you need to, you need to dig up on me. Now, don't, go, don't go Google searching. <laughs> I mean, do it, sure, but take it as a grain of salt. Like, don't do your research by Googling. That's not research. Come to my Tuesday morning meeting. Jump on the team call. Go to a national convention and ask everybody there what they think about fits. And after that, if you don't think I'm a good person to be in business with, why stay here? You want to know me? Go talk to my friends. Find out about me, right? But once you make that decision, let's go. <laughs> quit, quit looking for reasons to get divorced. Once you've decided, let's do it, okay? So preparation starts before situations arise. <laughs>
I know grace. So there's three. Grace would hit somebody too. <laughs> Preparation starts before situations arise. You prepare by preparing your mind with books, with audio training, by going to conferences, by, by listening to podcasts like this uh, or, or watching this live show. or you know, by, Listen, you prepare yourself. If you wait to prepare until you're actually in the fight, you're going to get your butt whipped. You have to prepare for the fight before the fight comes to you. you you've got to, listen, I don't think I know it all. And that's not even something I, I don't, I don't say it to myself at all. You know it all. I don't say that to myself at all ever because it's far, the farthest from the truth. I'm constantly studying because I know the fights I've been in and I know the fights that are coming. I don't know what they are. I just know they're coming. Does that make sense? I don't know what fight I'm going to have to fight. I don't know who it's going to be against. I just know it's coming. And so I continually prepare for what's coming. I mean, let's face it. I'm, I'm going to be 43 here in about a month and a half. And um, the first 43 years have been pretty awesome. I know there's 43 more years coming. You don't know that, Fitz. Nobody's promised tomorrow. I know, but in my mind, I'm living to 120 because I got policies that last that long, and I want to see if they really do mature at 120. I want to see if that's true. I'm going to test it out. I've been saying this stuff for years. So I'm preparing because I know I'm not done. I know there's more. I remember it's happened on more than one occasion when I've been flying and, and, and we hit some really rough turbulence. I've been in some crazy turbulence and Heather and I have had a couple of emergency landings. If you're scared of flying, don't worry. It doesn't happen all the time. I fly a lot over 2 million miles with American alone. So, but, but I, I have had, I've had the things happen in the air and the turbulence happen. I look over the lady, I go, Hey, don't worry. Like they're obviously nervous flyer. Like, don't worry. This is not how I die. <laughs> this, this isn't how I die. It's okay. Well, how are you going to die? How do you know what you're going to, I don't know. This isn't it. I just know. Cause there's so much more out there still left to do. And so I prepare because it's coming. And when it does, I want to be ready. That's why I, I step, I mean, I'm not in the personal production field anymore, but that's why I still steadily recruit. Why? I don't know. Cause there's somebody that's going to answer my ad out there. There's somebody that's going to come from a, a, a warm market list that is the next great hero in my business. And so I keep going and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm reading books. I'm listening to audio. I'm going to conferences cause I want to get better. I haven't attracted that next hero yet because I'm not good enough to attract them yet. So I keep working at getting better. I challenge you to do the same thing. The fight's coming to you. And, and here's the thing. Either the fight happens here or you leave, but the fight's coming to you if you leave. You're going to come against a fight. And if you're not mentally prepared for that, if you're not, if you're not tough, you're going to get smoked. One of my favorite things, I, the, the favorite thought process I love, love and this is a quote at some point. I don't know. I've seen it on a plaque. I can't remember who exactly said it, but, you know, there's somebody out there right now training to beat you. <laughs> so when you're when you're taking time off and and laying by the pool just know somebody else right there right now is not laying by the pool they're working their tail off and when you two meet you're going to get smoked i keep that in my mind all the time i don't fear missing out i fear not being prepared when that situation arises i fear when i get faced with the next fight that i'm not ready to fight through it that's my fear if i have fears that's it it's, it's that next fight that i'm not prepared and so i prepare I encourage you to do the same thing. Final point on mental toughness. 
fight or flight. So I was explaining this um, to uh, my 10-year-old the other day. That dude asked some crazy good questions. But I was talking to him the other day, and he was asking. We're, we're, he, said, he said, Dad, I have hair on my arms. I said, of course you do. You're a mammal. <laughs> He's like, what? I said, yeah, you, you were born with hair. Now, you're a mammal. All mammals have hair. It's just part of being a mammal. <laughs> it's what we got, you know. Uh, I don't believe I'm an animal, but I am definitely a mammal, and I have hair on my arms, and it's just hair everywhere. Hair. My, my oldest, you know, wants some hair in his armpits. Like he's at that age, he wants to break through. Like it's there because <laughs> you're a mammal, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> silver lining, right? Or not silver lining, but always the optimist. Anyway, my ten year old was asking why the chili bumps happen. I call them chili bumps. You know, when you goose, get goosebumps on your arms and 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 your hair raises up. Why does that happen? I said, well, that's, that's, that's a mammal reaction to fight or flight. You're, you're in that moment, your body is preparing to either fight or run. And, and, and as a mammal, what happens is the hair stands up, and from a fighting perspective, it's supposed to make us seem more intimidating to the, to the fight that we're in, right? But that's, that's your body telling you that you're in this moment of fighting or running. And then psychologists call it fight or flight. So mental toughness. Here's something about developing mental toughness. In the past, when you've been tested, what has been your reaction? In the past, when you've been tested, what has been your reaction? What's been your go-to? What's been your, um, what, what's your history look like? My history, and, and I think it's, like I said, I grew up angry. <laughs> I was angry as a kid. And, and so my reaction is to fight. Matter of fact, I, I mean, it, it just, it still is. Uh, it's still my reaction. Uh, my, you know, I also grew up listening to Kenny Rogers, and I know you got to know when to hold him and know when to fold him and know when to walk away and know when to run. Hadn't been a good call unless you've quoted Kenny Rogers once or twice. So, um, I mean, I'm not just nylon in the stream, you know what I mean? So <laughs> just threw an extra one in there. <laughs> I've been a fighter. I mean, the, the, recently, uh, in the last couple of months, there was this guy outside my window walking up and down. He was disturbing the whole office because everybody's got this window. And so he, he, he's just, I, I step out there. I was like, hey, man, do you, he's talking on the phone, screaming obscenities at whoever's talking to on the phone. I said, hey, man, do you mind taking that conversation somewhere else? You're disturbing my business right now. And he comes back with, it's a free country. <laughs> I just started laughing. I said, what are you, two? Get on the other side of the building and have the conversation, dude. Like I'm all of a sudden I'm bowed up. I'm ready to fight. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is in me. That's like that. That's been my history. Here's the thing. That's got me into problems. It's got me into trouble. That fight reaction for me, it's got me into trouble. What I've had to learn to do is rein in that fighter attitude, rein in that <laughs> I'm going to whoop your butt attitude. It, it rein it in a little bit because it can get you killed. Literally. It can get you in prison. You can lose everything. Like it, it's, and, and, and for me, oftentimes, it's had me jump in too fast before I really understood the situation. And so my desire to fight has cost me respect in others because I responded without fully understanding. So that, that's been my track record. I, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't been one that ran. I was one that fought. Maybe your track record is one that's just run. Listen. I need to learn how to run more. I need to learn how to walk away more. I'm, that's something I'm working on. It's not a wrong reaction all the time. Sometimes it is the wrong reaction. Sometimes 
you've got to fight. Sometimes you've got to stand up, bow up, and just throw down. Sometimes. There's a balance between fighting and flying. There's a balance. Learn it. But the way you discover or, or, or the way you determine, one of the ways you determine your future is to look at your past and decide whether it's worked well for you or not. You know, they say you buy stocks based on the past performance of the stock. It gives you an indicator of what you should buy. I don't buy stocks, so I'm not giving you stock advice. That's just what I've been told. Well, it's the same here. Like I know what, what my future is, is. I can predict what I'm gonna, how I'm going to respond next time by how I've responded in the past. And if how I've responded in the past hasn't worked well for me, maybe I should change. Maybe instead of fighting all the time, maybe I should run. Maybe I should incorporate that into my strategy. If I've always run, maybe, maybe this time, maybe this time I go in with a fight and I fight. When tested, what is your reaction? Mental toughness. It's a choice. You got to prepare ahead of time and you got to decide ahead of time also whether you're going to run or whether you're going to fight. There you go. <laughs> I hope that's helped. Um, it, 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 uh, it certainly has helped me. I think that uh, the people I know who are successful in business um, are, are just certainly some of the most mentally tough people I know. And I've hope, I hope I've given you one or two things that you can hang on to um, to, really, uh, to, to really progress and to get through to the other side. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.